everybody. This is Greg Reffner on the Contact Center KPI podcast. And today we are joined by Tom Moskal, uh, VP of Global Client Services at OP360. Um, Tom, please say hi. Hi, how you doing, Greg? Uh, really great to be here. Thanks for having me. Super excited to chat with you. Um, as, uh, as our listeners know, we like to focus on one KPI per episode to really dive into. And um, when we reached out to Tom, Tom wanted to discuss first call resolution um, as the metric that he really likes to focus on. So Tom, um, before we kind of dive into some of the tactical things, um, it's always good for some background as to why this is important to you. Out of all the, of all the KPIs, like why, why does this one matter the most to you? Yeah, so, you know, I've been in, in the outsourcing space in BPO for, for the last 16 years. Um, I've held every role that you can imagine, started on the phone as an agent, worked my way up, uh, you know, through supervisor levels, everything within operations and over to client services. Um, in that time, you know, I have really supported a lot of, of major organizations throughout the globe. I also look at myself as as a consumer myself, and I always look at that first call resolution um, as really an indicator um, because I know as as someone like myself that likes to self service, um, you know, I like to um, not contact support if I can help it at all. And if there's one thing I, I don't like more than contacting support, it's contacting support again for the same problem. Um, and I know personally that if if I do and, and, and that becomes the case, um, I'm much more likely to be dissatisfied with the interaction at the end. So when when I think about first contact resolution, I really look at it in the lens of um, customer satisfaction. I look at it, you know, from a lens of. Um, everything, handle time, uh, you know, quality, it's all, it's all really correlated uh, wh when you really drill into it. Yeah. I mean, when you think about all the different things, kind of like what you allude to, there's a lot of different kind of maybe, I don't want to call them sub KPIs, but maybe um, things that correlate really well with that first call resolution metric. Um, you mentioned call handle time, uh, maybe um, customer satisfaction scores, things like that. They all kind of fall into this. Can you get this thing handled the first time as fast as possible? Um, so I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, throughout the course of your journey, kind of going from agents to all the way up to VP, um, and across all the different environments you've worked with, has this always been your main focus and always something that you've really kind of felt strongly about, or is that maybe shifted and you've kind of matured into this being the important one? Yeah, you know, you know, through throughout a lot of a lot of my career, I mean, we we look at a lot of different KPIs, and and so you know, if of course you know everything really relates back to to customer satisfaction. Uh, reducing customer churn or turnover. Um, and ultimately, um, I've always, you know, kind of looked at where is the root cause of the problem. Um, and so, you know, the, that's why it really has, has been important to me. I, I remember um, years and years ago going through just troves of ticket data and, and really kind of drilling through and seeing, um, and this is, 
you know, before AI really does a lot of this for us, but, uh, you know, really just kind of drilling in manually to some of these tickets and seeing what happened on these interactions um, and, and why, uh, you know, customers contact spec, you know, why were they dissatisfied? And, and in a lot of cases, um, you can really find um, percentage points of customer satisfaction in issue resolution. Yeah, that's, uh, and those, those, those percentage points kind of ultimately roll down to the bottom line too, right? If we're able to get people done faster, especially for clients when you're in the outsourcing world as a BPO, you're already operating on, on slim margins. And so the faster we can move those customers through the resolution process, you can use that to go out and then attract new customers. Um, so don't, there's nothing really negative about handling things successfully the first time around. Have you ever seen that maybe backfire at all where maybe you're incentivizing first call resolution too much and as a result agents are maybe pushing to get things done faster than they should that's an interesting question and and, and i think the answer is is we've we've seen it all so yeah i, I think so um you know but but i also think too um you know when, when you talk about you know the resolution rate um you know a lot of companies look at it differently right so you could look at it uh, from a 24-hour um contact rate uh, a Heck, you could really put any any margin on it, but typically you'll see either 24 or seven day 30, right? So did a customer contact us back within 24 hours? Uh, did they contact us back within a week or did they contact us back within 30 days? And that's gonna really highly depend on um, the different industries that you're in um, and, and stuff like that. So I think incentivizing first contact resolution to your point does have to be done very carefully uh, because um, ultimately, um, you have to put that really ownership uh, level on on the agent of of really driving that you know the buck stops here kind of mentality. I can resolve your issue today, um, and really looking at that at, at the end of that call and saying, do you think that the customer is going to contact us back, or do you think that this issue is now behind us? And if the customer does contact us back three days, five days later, it's for the same issue, or is it for a different issue entirely? So I want to drill down into that just a little bit um, because there's some, some subjectiveness to that decision, right? It's not always black and white. And so in situations where there is some maybe subjective nature or some gray area in terms of that agent being able to make that decision and taking ownership of that, um, how do you coach to that when they feel like it was resolved? But maybe as a supervisor or someone on the QA team, they're going back and listening to it and going, eh, that wasn't resolved. Yeah. Uh, how do you coach that? I like that um, question. And sometimes that really comes down to process uh, because there's sometimes where, you know, you reviewed some of these interactions with, uh, you know, with the agents or the TL catches us or quality catches us. Um, and we say, why didn't we resolve this customer's issue? And the answer is that it was out of scope. Right. Um, the the end of the line here said that, hey, we need to transfer this off or the end of the line said um, that this is something that we're not going to accommodate. And so I think that there's, um, you know, definitely room there where we need to look at the process. And that's where we lean on our team leaders uh, to, to really be empowered to bring those examples, those situations up to you know, the, the management team up through my team so that we can communicate those process gaps 
uh, where they exist with our, our client partners, right? Because ultimately, uh, if there are gaps in the process, our client partners, they want to they wanna close those as well. And if they can, you know, close some of those gaps and reduce those, like those callbacks um, on those particular, um, you know, processes, if you will, that can really mean, you know, a reduction in, in headcount requirement for them, for instance, yeah. right? So yeah. there's, there's dollars saved, you know, immediately by closing those gaps on those processes. So we actually have a responsibility um, at, you know, as a, a vendor partner, um, you know, at the agent level to the team lead level up through our management to identify those things, to identify where those processes could be better and bring those back. And, and ultimately everybody benefits, you know, from that. Yeah, I love that. So you talked about process, you know, process a couple of times. I often think of people, process, technology, kind of the process falls kind of in the middle of that triad, if you will. Um, where does technology play in that process for you guys? I mean, well, technology has always, <clears throat> I think, been there, right? Since I was a, a technical support representative back in, in 2008, 2009, um, I can remember very specifically um, having um, technology being introduced where, you know, it would kind of follow along. It was like a virtual checklist to go through that you would need to uh, follow, right, in order to get to that resolution. Um, and, and at the time, of course, it's a tough thing, right? I, I know better than the technology. Uh, but ultimately, if you think about the fact that that was how many years ago, 15 years ago, 14 years ago, um, and where we've advanced to today, uh, really, um, you know, that's kind of where the rubber meets the road, right? So the process in a lot of ways are defined inside that technology, right? So, so we write the process, um, here's the process flow or the process map. These are the steps that we need to go through to get from point A to point Z. And you go through those steps. That's where, you know, I think that, uh, you know, technology is really advancing. So you have, you know, the, not just the necessarily the checklist, but you also have, you know, interaction analytics that that'll, uh, you know, review all of the, the calls and transcribe all of those calls and categorize uh, where we're bucketing these issues. So um, a lot of those pieces, you know, can provide a lot of answers, right, to, to what you're saying. I think that, you know, as the technology advances, um, you know, we're able to kind of get to some of those resolutions a little bit better. Yeah, absolutely. So let's get in some tactical things. Um, let's pick two things that you feel like um, have the most profound impact on first call resolution. If you were to only have to pick two things for the rest of your career to, to kind of as a a tactical thing that could impact first call resolution, or if our listeners were looking for two big takeaways that they should consider doing to impact that metric, what would they be? It's hmm. an excellent question. Um, I, you know, I think that the, the first piece of that um, is agent ownership, right? And it's a culture of ownership that we need to drive, right? So this is something maybe a little bit outside the technology piece, but really a, a customer or, or a, a, an agent looking at, um, you know, this this contact through their own lens and saying, is this issue really resolved? Um, like I said before, I think that, um, you know, that culture of ownership um, really does help to drive, um, you know, the, the, the actual resolution and making sure that the customers feel as though that they got cared for. 
Um, I think yeah. the second piece is, and, and it's not really, you know, solidified in, in one because there, there's a lot of nuance to first contact resolution in various different industries, uh, depending on what service we're providing. Uh, but I think that really, you know, the, the data um, aggregation and data analysis um, really has to be very solid. Um, you know, we have to know how we're calculating those metrics um, and really what are not just the top contact drivers, uh, you know, for resolution. By that, what I mean is um, a scorecard. You could see what are the top three reasons why a customer contacted us back. That's um, really anyone can tell you that, right? You look at the data, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be able to show you that. But how do we then correlate that? Um, to making an impact to, you know, to that overall KPI, right? So if we're looking at, for instance, 24-hour uh, first contact resolution, um, you've got to break it down even further and say, you know, oh, great. So they called us back within 24 hours, but what percentage of that called us back within three, right? Um, is there, you know, did this customer, um, you know, just immediately contact uh, the center back? Did they not believe what was told? Um, can we, you know, can we review? So I think that, you know, for, from a concentration standpoint, it's really understanding uh, the industry that you're in, understanding that the service that you're providing and understanding not just the top reasons for someone contacting us back, uh, but really um, how we can actually impact, you know, the overall service. Interesting. Um, I promised you in our kind of prep um, Tom, that we might go off on a tangent. Um, and we're about to do that. I didn't want to sure. let you down by not fulfilling my promise. Um, have you ever seen it where like you, you, you'll, you'll have somebody or a client who sends out like follow-up emails with action items that were discussed on the phone conversation. I can't tell you how many times I've gotten off a call with somebody and I'm calling to get support on something and I hang up. I'm like, crap, what did they tell me to do? And I wasn't writing it down or I was driving. Um, like I think maybe my bank comes to mind most often in terms of, you know, I'm trying to get something like an email to me, like, Hey, here was a recap. Here's your action items. Go do these things. Have you ever seen yeah, that employed? They deployed? Uh, they exist for sure. Yep. Okay. Okay. All right. Maybe I have the wrong <laughs> bank then. Um, kind of the inverse of our last question. What are some, let's just pick one. Um, what is the one thing that you would advise companies to not do or the thing that maybe hurts first call resolution? Yeah, um, I think the, the one thing that I would encourage um, companies to do is to really understand what your target is. Um, you know, it's, it's very interesting to me uh, when a company, for instance, uh, will set a target um, to let's, I'm just going to use a, a round number of 75%. Great. What is the reasoning or rationale behind 75% versus a 76 or 77%? Um, so I think that, you know, most often, um, you know, targets will likely get set when the KPI kind of starts to get measured. Uh, but then infrequently we go back and, and really look at, is that the right target? And what is that right target based on, um, that metric, because I think that um, a lot of times if you are um, setting that and, and not being kind of mathematically sound behind it, what will end up happening is you're either hitting the KPI or you're not. Right. And if you're hitting the KPI, everybody's going to 
um, you know, break their arm patting themselves on the back. But at the same point, um, you know, are you really actually impacting um, that metric for for the customer satisfaction or for or for the customer resolution? And so that that's really, I think, the biggest piece of advice that I would say is make sure that you're frequently looking at that, especially um, if you notice various different trends, if you know that there's seasonality to to the services that you're providing. And, um, you know, do we have a spike in X call volume during, you know, Y months and how does that impact um, that score? Because it's not necessarily about being good. It's about providing uh, the right service, um, you know, to the customers so that they feel as though they're cared for. If customers don't feel like they're cared for, uh, if customers do have tons of interactions where they need to contact back or, you know, they're spending a lot of time, customers are going to tell you, um, and worse so, they might leave you. Um, and so yeah. I think that you really need to make sure that you're letting that data um, tell the story um, and make sure that you're measuring it correctly. Um, so that, again, you're not, you know, celebrating, you know, when you shouldn't be or um, really getting very, you know, you can get very disheartened if you're trying to really just just get that last couple points of, of FCR out um, and you're really pulling all those levers, you could end up falling into the trap, Greg, like you mentioned earlier, which is, you know, are you going to start incenting the wrong things to hit a target that may not necessarily be, you know, the right fit? Yeah. So to summarize that last point, because I think there was a couple things in there. One, it was um, know why you're picking your target, 75% versus 76%. Um, if you don't know why you're picking that target, it's almost like you're shooting in the dark, right? Um, and for, for a newer organization, you might take some, some historical data from previous companies, make, a, make a, um, an educated guess, right? But then you, you ultimately, you need to know why you're picking that number and then have to know why, why you're picking that number in the first place and then know why you're picking the number you're picking. Um, so I think there was a couple of good bullet, kind of good takeaways in that one. Um, Tom, to wrap this up, one piece of advice for anybody looking to um, improve first call resolution, I think, what would it be? Um, there are some very good and basic six, six, six Sigma methodologies, Lean Six Sigma methodologies, where you can look at some of your various different data um, and make some good correlations <clears throat> to that data. Uh, very specifically, you really should look at um, everything within the process um, that you're completing, right? So if, if customer satisfaction is suffering and, and first call resolution is down, I think there's a, a good correlation there. Uh, if you're finding that, um, you know, first contact resolution is not impacting your um, FCR or vice versa, then, you know, you really need to look at that correlation and look then at some of the processes that are driving, uh, you know, those contacts. Love that. Love that. Uh, we crammed a lot into this uh, 19 minutes, Tom. Um, I appreciate you spending some time with us. This has been super helpful. I know I've learned a couple things here. Um, I always do have some some things that I take away from our conversation. So I appreciate you spending some time with us. And um, thank you for, for sharing Sorry, everything with our listeners Bye. today.